0: Hello, and welcome back to our podcast, The Boss Ravioli Queens. We are Boss Lady Amy, Nicole Ravioli, and Jasmine the Queen. And we are healthcare workers who decided we are going to spill all the ravioli on the ins and outs of working in healthcare.
1: This isn't your usual podcast. If you came here for health and beauty tips, you're going to be disappointed because we are going to get messy.
2: Every other week, we will feature a different topic that dives into the not-so-talked-about taboo and just plain underbelly of healthcare. We will talk about what it's like being a caregiver outside of work and all the struggles that come with it, just trying to be normal, everyday people.
0: On that note, let's get
2: messy!
1: Warning, this podcast includes profane language, crude humor, mature subjects, and possible talk of bodily fluids. This may not be suitable for listeners under the age of 18. This episode is called, We Can't Zanny Your Granny. Because we can't, without doctor's orders. (laughs) Um, In this episode, we're going to be covering, well, basically what I just said. We can't just do anything. Like, we have to have doctor's orders for everything, every medication that we give. So we can't just be like, hey, I want to snow your grandma today. Like, make it so she just lays in her chair all day. Uh, um, stop it. <laughs> stop it. I told you I can't hold it. Jasmine is being extra. Extra. The queen right now.
0: <laughs> extra. Also, I want to point out for those of you who don't know, Zanny means Xanax.
1: <laughs> if someone doesn't know that, they gotta live under a rock.
0: Well, this podcast no is all inclusive, even those who live under rocks.
1: No offense. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, anyways, so we're also gonna touch base on like. Sounds really tre- cheap. Maybe I could live under a rock. Can you fuck off right now? <laughs> like I literally was I'm, like ma- mid sentence, bro. I'm
2: sorry, but like, it sounds real cheap, and like, with the way the world's going right now, it sounds like a good option.
1: Literally, <laughs> <Lee>. Patrick Starr. <laughs> <laughs> Call
2: me Patrick Starr. <laughs>
1: Living, okay, sorry. Continue. Living under a rock. Um, we're gonna touch base more so on mental institutions, um, what they can and cannot do. I know we kind of, sort of touched base on that already, but we're gonna go like real, real in depth with this one. um Yeah. So basically, for any me- <laughs> for any med that you give, you have to have a doctor's order. And especially if it's a PRN, which stands for as-needed medication. Um, for
2: her resident needs.
1: Sure. As-needed medication. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you have to have a doctor's order for that as well. And you have to make sure that you give it to them for the reason that is listed, as we have also already talked about, I believe. Um, yeah, you can't just be like, I don't like the way you looked at me. Here's a PRN. <laughs>
0: you there's gave me you gave me that one.
2: Some days you wish you could though.
0: <laughs> Here, Granny, have a Zanny. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can't. Um, right. uh, I lost my train of thought. Can one of you go until I get it back, please?
0: Choo choo! Train left the station. Indeed it did. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so basically, as Miss <coughs> Ravioli was saying, you absolutely cannot just be like, here you go, throwing out pills like candy. You Ooh, get a clonazepam, and you
1: get a clonazepam. Oh, here's a lorazepam for here's you. Lorazepam. A, a xanax.
0: A diazepam. <laughs> Ooh, <some Trazodone>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ooh, Lorazepam. <laughs> ah.
0: So basically, those are all real fun medications, mainly for uh, psychiatric problems. Trazodone's a sleeping med, though, but it's a really strong one. Oh, morphine. Oh, morphine. Oh, morphine. So morphine is a very, very, very strong pain medication that is typically given when you're on hospice. It usually isn't given otherwise, unless you're like recovering from a surgery or something. But
1: or if you're you have
2: chronic pain yeah, like nerve good. pain, or if it's absolutely needed. But
0: but f- yeah, for the most part, doctors try and avoid giving uh, morphine prescriptions because they're highly addictive, and also they alter your uh, mental state quite a bit. Quite a bit. Another thing that we can't just give out for fun. <laughs>
1: Can you imagine? No. <laughs> I can't either, but like, oh man.
0: So one of the things that we wanted to talk about was um, the fact that way back in the day, mental institutions, you could do all that stuff, just hand out whatever you wanted. And that is absolutely not how things work anymore. We have very strict guidelines um, and the residents are absolutely protected and Yeah.
1: Also, since um, we got on the subject of mental institutions and, like, mythy mythy myths, Mm -hmm. um, lobotomies and electroshock therapy don't just happen willy-nilly anymore. You can't just drill a hole in somebody's brain because you've exhausted all other options. (laughs) Can't do it. Um, Electroshock therapy is now... It's still around, but you have to consent to it.
0: (laughs) Well, and it's not like they're just, like, hooking you up to a bunch of machines and then you get a shock through your whole body and you're wiggling around. Like, it doesn't work like that anymore. They pinpoint certain parts of your brain that they try to, like, stimulate through electricity.
1: Mostly, if you have severe, like, severe, severe depression, anxiety, bipolar, I believe, are the three main ones that they use to treat. Think so. I'm mm-hmm. Not sure. But that's also like one of those situations where you kind of have to exhaust all their options before your insurance
0: will even cover it. Oh yeah, mm, that's not yeah, something you sure. could just do. That's yeah, like it's a way lot of trial there
2: before they would even get to that point. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's not something that they do like in house anymore. Obviously, you have to like go to uh,
1: a specialist. A
0: specialist and do it, and then you get to leave the same day. It's not like
1: I assume probably a neurology specialist. Yeah. For those of you that don't know what neurology is, it's brain study. (laughs) Someone who knows your brain better than you do. Mm Mm-hmm. Open your eyes. (laughs) You're not sleeping right now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sleeping, I'm just slow blinking. (laughs) (laughs) Slow blinking? The
0: queen is a sass master. (laughs) So...
1: We also wanted to, oh man, my brain is just not right now, you guys. I'm so sorry. Um, We also wanted to go over the types of PRNs, I think. Types of
0: PRNs. Mm -hmm.
1: Like psychotropics and like just your regular old whatevers.
0: Well, I mean, obviously there's, like, pain meds like Tylenol or... Yeah,
1: honestly, there's
2: PRNs for
1: anything, so... Right.
0: Even, like, a stomach ache or whatever.
1: Yeah. But, like, the difference between a psychotropic and, like, Tylenol. Because obviously Tylenol is not a psychotropic. Well, no. <laughs> Tylenol
0: is just a basic pain med. Mm-hmm. But that does bring me to another important point. Even though it's over the counter, um, still gotta have a doctor. We order. need an order for everything. The only time a resident can have an over the counter medication is if they're either their own guardian or their guardian is okay with them keeping medications in their room, and they have to be able to administer it themselves. If staff have to do it, then they can't have it.
1: And actually, I was told fairly recently, like within the last year or so, that we're not even supposed to have that in their room. They need to come and ask us for it because we have to have all medications locked up.
2: Oh. Yeah, everything's got to be locked up.
1: Yeah, so like they can come and ask for it and we just hand them the bottle and they self-administer, but they can't just like leave it laying around in their room basically.
0: That's interesting. I I haven't heard that one. I
2: think sometimes it can be if it's like stipulated in like their care plan, but Right. Most of the time it's just locked up. Yeah.
0: And sometimes they'll even have like a little med lock box in their room and they have the key for it.
2: Yep. But usually it's like um they have to sign something for it. So if they're able to self administer and stuff, it has to be like some sort of has to be approved and it has to be, like, signed that they are able to do that.
1: It all comes back to liability of the company because, like, if you don't have the waiver signed and they OD they, on it or something. Right, like. yeah.
0: Yep. So, anyway, back to talking about psychotropic meds. So, there are only certain medications that are actually considered psychotropic meds. Typically, most psychotropic meds are um, used to treat behaviors. There are a couple ones out there that are used to treat like physical things as well as behaviors like uh, Vivance, for example. Mm-hmm. Vivance is typically used for bipolar.
1: Bipolar, but also ADHD as well.
0: Yep. And then it's also been used as weight loss and also a heart pill. Heart? Uh mm-hmm. huh.
1: Like to speed it up. Because that doesn't make sense to me. (laughs) Like, if you're Brady, like, okay. Oh, boy. I just said Brady. (laughs) So, if you're Brady-cardic, that means you have a slow heartbeat. If you're tachycardic, that means you have a fast heartbeat. Yeah, that. (laughs) Um, I've I've never heard that, though. Like, I've never heard of Vyvanse being used for your heart. That's kind of crazy to me. Mm hmm. Well, what you learn that? something new every day? Literally. What Literally,
2: is? the definition of healthcare it, it never changes. Nope. It nope. Just keeps going, keeps going. And
1: you change. mean it always changes? I meant it
2: always changes. <laughs> the yeah. only
0: thing that never changes is that it's always changing.
2: Right. That's what I was trying <laughs> to say, and it did not come out the way I wanted it to.
0: can
1: <laughs> English today.
0: <laughs> so, another one that's interesting to me is, um,. Divalproex. That's a typically a seizure med, but it can be used for like uh, um, mood behavior, mood behaviors. Call, Jesus. Like mood it, behavior. I like to call it, like to call it
2: Diva prolix because I'm a diva. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mood disorders.
1: <laughs> um, also, another seizure med that can be used for mood disorders is Lamotrigine. Mm-hmm.
2: And don't come for us if we're fucking up these names, because we probably are.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know I said Lamotrigine, right?
0: (laughs) Um, I've heard of Haloperidol being used to treat seizures, but it's typically a a, uh, behavior med and then what's really interesting is that sometimes they're only counted as controlled substances if they're being used for behaviors but if they're being used for something else it's not a controlled substance which literally makes no sense it's
2: weird i think it comes down to like the way it's like constructed too
1: i guess but it still just doesn't make sense because if it's a schedule one it's a schedule one if it's a schedule two it's a schedule two right
0: so controlled substances yeah, there's different classifications of medications. <clears throat> That's a mouthful. Classifications of medications.
1: <laughs> you said it without falter though. I, <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Thank you. You know what else is a mouthful.
2: You know what I'm talking
0: about. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine. <laughs> Yasmin. Yasmin. <laughs> anyway, so there's different classes of medications, and I know how to describe this, but words.
1: Schedule one is, like, the highest, I think, right? Yes. Because it goes backwards in classification. So a schedule one is, like, absolutely must be locked up, and a schedule two is like, eh, not that bad. Actually, in most
2: facilities scheduled, one has to be double locked.
1: Right. So
2: it has to be in like a locked closet or cart And then it has to be in another box or area within that closet or cart where it's locked again.
1: (laughs) But the box has has to to be be bolted bolted down so you cannot remove it. Yes. Because the serious, I mean, it's pretty well known that in the healthcare industry, there have been some bad apples that have like stolen narcotics, Mm -hmm. especially with like the fentanyl epidemic going on right now. um, That's a big thing. Are you Okay.
0: My head hurts. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. (laughs) That's it. That's it. So um, fentanyl and morphine are like extremely common, especially in like a hospital setting. So those things really, really have to be kept an eye on, which is why at every shift change, we do a narcotic count. So every single medication card that you have in there, you have to count every single pill separately.
2: And never let your co be like, oh, yeah, I haven't used any of these. We don't have to count. Never ever mm. do that. No, because if there actually is something missing, you're fucked.
1: Indeed.
0: If, if NARC count is off, your supervisor or facility director, whatever, they have to contact everyone in the facility and they... Everyone, every staff member has to come in and they have to drug test immediately.
1: Yep. So, I mean, if you're going to steal narcotics, just don't. Like, if it ever pops in your head. It's not even worth it. If it ever pops in your head, just don't. It's a bad idea. You'd be better
2: off getting them from a drug dealer on the street.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I feel like let's people, not do that. But I, I, I feel like some people are like making it out to be like a be like a get rich quick scheme or something. Because <laughs> I feel like some people literally would just turn around and sell it. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. So that brings me to another thought: caregiver background checks. Oh. So one of the ways that um, we have really gotten away from. How we used
1: to do stuff way right back. Way <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and how, you know, they could just hire anybody off the street or they could take pills or whatever. Caregiver <laughs> 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 Just pause it. Sorry, we just
2: visited our drug dealer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just
2: kidding, just kidding.
1: No, Jasmine, it just will not let. Boss lady Amy over here. Finish a thought without doing something to make her laugh, and it's really funny.
0: <laughs> well, these two know that I can't get through anything without laughing. So anything.
2: she couldn't even. We had to have Nicole say the Nicole Ravioli here say the title because Amy can't get through it
0: without was. laughing. I can say it. Say it. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, fine. We can't, Danny. your granny. There. <laughs> oh, you're still laughing.
1: Okay, reeling it, reeling it in. Reeling it in. Reeling it in. Amy, back to you.
0: Okay, can give her background checks? Yeah. You're, you're laughing at me saying yeah. I hate you both. So...
1: I think what Amy is trying to say (laughs) is that background checks for caregivers are always a thing now. And if your company doesn't do background checks, that's probably a red flag. flag. (laughs) Don't work there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that it's probably not even a red flag at this point. It's probably a red building.
0: (laughs) Uh, So a caregiver background check is different from a normal background check, it goes more in depth, and then they also check, like, if you have a. Like registration If you're on any registry Or have a certification Or whatever uh,
2: It can be Even something As simple as As like A domestic uh, A domestic thing On your uh, Background check Cause I mean If you have a history Of any type of Like abuse Or anything Like That's
0: probably gonna, I know
2: Yeah <laughs> Exactly
0: Yeah So that's one of the many ways That we've gotten Way, way far away From mental institutions In the past
1: yeah, because back in the day, like, any Joe Schmoe could walk in and just be like, hey, I want a job. And they'd pretty much be like, okay, we're short-staffed anyway. Right. Because, right. I mean, for real, like, especially back, back in the day, it took a special kind of special to work there. Yeah. Like, for institutions, you know?
2: Mm-hmm, for sure. And,
1: like, obviously, it's, like, now where you have your good ones and bad ones, but back then, the bad ones got away with way more.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah.
1: I don't miss those times. You weren't alive. (laughs) You were just waiting for one of us to catch that, right? Don't tell my secrets. (laughs) Spilling all the ravioli on Jasmine the Queen today. So, we really talked about a lot, but a a lot of not what we were supposed to
0: talk about.
2: This, I guess, is our entertainment episode. I guess.
0: (laughs) This is our we've been doing this for way too long episode. (laughs) Yo.
1: So, basically, the moral of the story is we cannot in fact zanny your granny without doctor's orders and a legitimate reason.
0: There's absolutely nothing we can do without an order. It's got to be in the care plan. Mm
1: -hmm. And if you're just popping meds like candy and giving them out, you will be found out.
0: It is definitely not like what you see on TV where people are just like sitting around drooling and...
1: Yeah, no, if you walk into a home and that's happening and it's not like... Something's wrong then. I was going to say and it's not a home with all cares residents or something. Like, oof.
0: Everyone should be up walking around happy, healthy. If it's not like that, then... There's something wrong mm-hmm. because their safety and their comfort is our top priority. Like honestly, if you ever
1: walk into a home that I've worked in, like in the summer, we're usually chilling outside, mm-hmm. having oh, a yeah. good old time, like just
2: grilling some food.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. There's a lot of um, I guess myths about how things happen today, as far as like facilities and homes go, and that's just not the case anymore.
1: Or, like, Grey's Anatomy with insurance. (laughs) Yeah, we're just gonna not bill your insurance and pay for it ourselves. I mean, that would be great if doctors would do that, but that's not a thing.
0: No, that doesn't happen.
1: Long pause for dramatic effects.
2: (laughs) I'm blank. I literally just went blank.
0: I left the station. Choo-choo.
2: <laughs> literally.
1: So we got laugh, laughing gas over here and, like, no gas over here.
2: Uh, yeah, like, my tank, I was like, I'm
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, I think it's safe to say that we pretty much covered all that we wanted to cover in this episode. Um, I apologize. We, we apologize that they're not quite as long, but... In the end, you still get to hear all about it, <clears throat> Yeah. even if we don't have quite as much to say sometimes. So,
2: until next time,
0: bye! bye. bye. This has been the Boss Ravioli Queens podcast with your hosts, Boss Lady Amy,
2: Nicole Ravioli, and Jasmine the Queen. Thank you
1: so much for spilling your ravioli with us.
2: Don't worry, we'll serve you more next time.
1: Until next time, go wash your ass.